Hey guys, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. If you are pre-PA, then you are in the right place, and we are so excited to help you get accepted to PA school. One myth out there is that you have to be a perfect candidate to get accepted to PA school, and we are here to tell you it is simply not true. We have years of experience working at PA schools, reviewing CASPA applications, deciding who to interview, and deciding who to accept. And guess what? You can absolutely get accepted to PA school without perfect stats. And we are here to show you exactly how to apply to PA school the right way so you can get accepted. You have probably heard about our application to acceptance course, also known as A to A course, and have seen the testimonials from all the applicants that have been accepted because of this course. A to A is invaluable for showing you how to pick the right PA schools that value your strengths and are more willing to overlook weaknesses, creating your strongest application that stands out to programs so that they are really excited to interview you, deep diving into each and every part of your CASPA application to make sure you are highlighting yourself the right way, how to answer interview questions so you crush your interview, and so much more. We literally walk you through creating your strongest, most competitive application. So if you haven't joined A to A yet, definitely get in and let's put together your most outstanding PA school application. We are so excited to see you in the private A to A group and can't wait to hear which PA schools you land interviews at and where you decide to attend. Sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. I am filming this in the car on the way to the airport to travel to the Galapagos, which I'm super excited about, but I hope you can hear me okay and that the audio is not too terrible. But in any case, I want to talk to you about three of the highest paying PA specialties and a few of the pros and cons of each specialty. So if you've ever wondered where the money's at in the PA world, well, that's what we are talking about today. The salaries and specifics that we talk about in today's episode are based on general data, and these can obviously vary based on the region and the geographical location, such as rural versus urban areas, a large hospital system versus a privately owned clinic, your experience, whether you're a newbie or you have years under your white coat, and individual employer agreements. These ranges can also vary depending on other perks that make a position more valuable, such as complimentary dining access at a hospital or a large CME allowance or other perks of your contract, as well as how effective your negotiation skills are. So always consult the most recent AAPA salary report or other trusted resources for up-to-date and comprehensive information. But on that note, let's break it down and get into it. All right, kicking things off, the first specialty is cardiothoracic vascular surgery PAs. So these heart heroes make an average of $125,000 to $150,000 a year. This is such a rewarding specialty and one where you will never have a lack of patience. Some of the benefits of working in the specialty include that you're literally at the heart of life-saving surgeries. There's also a sense of prestige and deep medical involvement, meaning that there's lots of collaboration. Job demand means job stability, another perk. So everyone has a heart and in our country, cardiovascular conditions, both acute and chronic are some of the most common diagnoses, which means you will always have patience and job stability. Some of the pitfalls to this specialty are typically it's pretty high stress. You have demanding hours, especially if you're on call, and you must always be on your A game, be able to think fast on your feet, have a sharp mind, and the confidence and knowledge to make really big decisions that can determine the fate of critical patients. Next on the list, 
dermatology PAs. Skin gurus look at an average of $115,000 to $140,000 annually. The pros of this specialty as a PA are you have regular office hours, usually no call, no holidays, no weekends, no late nights, which means you have work-life balance. Often, you get to work in pleasant and well-equipped clinical settings, and the mix of medical, surgical, and cosmetic procedures really keeps things fresh. Some of the cons, though, is that it can be repetitive, right? You see lots of acne, rashes, and moles, and I can imagine after a few years that probably gets to be a little bit boring. The other con is that on the cosmetic side means you're dealing with aesthetic demands, which can be pretty subjective, and the potential pressure to upsell products or cosmetic procedures. And rounding out our top three is emergency medicine PAs. Whoop, whoop. ERPAs earn between $110,000 to $140,000 a year, often more depending on the level of autonomy and how busy the department is in which they work. Some of the pros, every day is totally different. It's a medical adventure. You get to see a huge range of patient presentations, everything from derm complaints to cardio to neuro and everything in between. Versatility and diversity of medicine is the name of the game in the ER. You also get to hone rapid decision-making skills and you form a really solid medical foundation, which is excellent if you ever want to switch specialties. Because you have so much exposure to all areas of medicine in the ER, you can literally transition to other specialties easily and quickly. If you love learning, the ER is also a great place to work as a PA. Lifelong learning is, is a super important characteristic of working the ER. You're always learning. It's not always cookie cutter diagnoses and patients, and you really have to enjoy learning about different aspects of medicine when you work in this setting. It's also really rewarding most of the time. You're the front line of medical care and typically get to make people feel much better quickly and get fast answers to their symptoms. Some of the disadvantages of working in the ER include the schedule. Because it's 24-7 every single day of the year, you can expect to work weekends, holidays, night shifts, which is probably the biggest disadvantage of working in the emergency medicine setting. Next, it's high stress, high stakes, and can be emotionally taxing, especially when you have a shift that is filled with multiple patients who are super high acuity and you feel like you need to be in multiple rooms at the same time, and that can be pretty stressful. Next, the burnout is real. It's essential to have really strong coping mechanisms if you decide to work in the ER. So there you have it. Now, money isn't everything, but knowing where the high-paying gigs are can guide your career choices if you are motivated by such things. No matter the specialty, remember to choose what aligns with your passion and your lifestyle. And until next time, keep up the amazing work, and we'll catch you at the next episode. We hope this episode helps and don't forget to jump over to the show notes to take advantage of the awesome Pacers membership. You not only get weekly PA shadowing hours and a database of shadowing hour replays that you can add to CASPA. You also get coaching intensives with us to make you a stronger applicant and lots more. You can sign up in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and we are so happy you are here and to help you get accepted to PA school. We will catch you at the next episode.